Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Lily tight tots being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody know Turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Little tight tots with their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of little mutiny radio snacks on his sleigh <laughs> And every mother's child is gonna spy See a reindeer really know how to fly So I'm offering a simple phrase Kids from 1 to 92 Although it's been said many times, many ways Merry Navidad to you They know that Pam Benjamin's on her way. He's loaded. Lots of comedians in the back of the mutiny sleigh. No time is gonna fly. See a reindeer really know how to fly. Uh huh. Mutiny reindeers. So I'm offering a simple phrase Kids from one and ninety-two Though it's been said many times, many ways Merry Navidad to JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special comedic treat. We got a couple comedians here in the box. We got Josh and Raul here. We're going to be um, 
We're talking about some exciting upcoming events, including this comedy battle. Is that a comedy battle going on at 6 o'clock? Yeah, there's a battle going on at 6 o'clock. We're taking judges right here on the corner of 21st and Florida. Come on in. We've got some sweets for you. As we're getting closer and closer to the holidays, winding down the new year. Unbelievable shows coming up this weekend. Farmer's Market, too. People are still going out there, you know? Yeah. It's really fun. We got the uh, the new uh, Booze Land comedy on Thursdays. What is it, the second and fourth? No, second and fourth Thursday of the month. Come down to the Tenderloin for some tasty jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about some uh, some mobile podcasting, some comedy, kind of what it's like to be a comedian. <laughs> All those comedians out there. Wow. Well, that is it. We're going to be playing back a Tiki Desk Concentrate at the end of the show. And as things are heating up, we're cooling down back in the box here. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. <laughs> Yeah, well, welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah. It's one of those, it's that time of the year, you know? It's sweater weather. Yeah. <laughs> so you I got your sweater on, yeah. Comfy, man. It's not just because it's an ugly sweater. It's cold out here. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they sell ugly sweaters. <laughs> they don't care. They just want to be warm. <laughs> I might be overdoing the ugly sweater thing. Actually, I don't know if there's such a thing, right? Yeah, you can't overdo it. Yeah, so I've been wearing this every day. Not really, but I've been wearing it a lot just because um, we're going to be hosting this ugly sweater open mic. Ooh. So um, I was like, man, you know what? I got to have people asking me about my ugly sweater because I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Could it be like a really nice one or like like a really ugly sweater? I don't think classifies as ugly. I think people like it enough. It's like got to be like a weird middle ground. That's a true ugly. That's that. Yeah. It's just ugly sweater. It's never meant to be an ugly sweater. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's all got like track marks on it. <laughs> yeah. So have you guys done anything for the holidays? Any, you know? Lit some candles. Lit some uh, candles. Yeah. Ready for some Chinese food and a movie in a, a week or two? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, um, I don't know. Just open mics in school. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can. Yeah. This, doing school and comedy. That seems like that can go hand in hand. It can, but I don't like the clubs at um, over at school. You know, like the, the the college club that they have there. You know. Okay. Not is a fan. It, I'm just trying to think. Is it USF or UCSF or? Oh, um, um, uh, Berkeley in um, oh, yeah. Schneikies. Nice. No wonder why it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love. No, I take it back. I I love Berkeley. I um was just over there this last week for a holiday thing. We did an elephant, um, gifting. And we lit the menorah. There was a, some, you know, hey. a lot of juice. And I had my my Hanukkah shirt on, my ha- my ugly Hanukkah sweater. And then, I, <laughs> and then, um, and so we had some. Uh, there was some live music there as well. But this elephant um, gifting. I don't know if you guys had had any White experiences. Elephant, yeah. White elephant. Right. Yes. Oh my God! The the person that drew the first number got a butt cleaner. For, I'm just like that is the perfect gag gift. Like a bidet, or what was a butt cleaner? Yeah, yeah, it was like this pink thing that had a little like 
spout um, at the, wow. the top of it. And uh, yeah. it was the perfect gag gift. And I was the... It's useful. I was the <laughs> second <Enema>. person. <laughs> yeah, so I was the second person that got pulled. And, of course, I, I got the... Best. I, I liked all the gifts, but this one in particular was this big, giant beer mug, glass <laughs> beer mug filled with those single shot, you know, so I was just like in a board game and stuff. I'm just like, oh, man, someone's going to steal this. And of course they did. Uh. <laughs> Do you have any ele- white elephant gifting stories? I think my favorite one, first off, if you're looking for white elephants, Ross is the best place for white elephants because they have that little like area in the back of like $10 beer game stuff. I think the best one I ever got though was uh, the Lego book of presidential assassinations. The so it's just like a book of like Legos, and it would be like JFK in a car <laughs> without the head, and it was this really weird gift, but it's probably awesome. the most memorable that one. That was interesting. Gotten. Someone pulled a Lego gift out of that, and there was twenty people, so it was massive, and that was really funny. Um, God, and I never ever would have thought it. So this guy, you know had pulled and he got this gift and it turned out to be like a cock ring and like some weird, I was just like, Oh my God, this is like, like someone actually stole that gift. This guy and his, his, or this person and their partner, their girlfriend or boyfriend, or he was like, okay, I want the cock ring. <laughs> He's like, I'm stealing that. You know, Cause that's the, that's the thing is there's two steals, right? You have, oh, yeah, you could yeah. either go and open a fresh present that's on the table or you could steal a gift. So this guy, instead of going and opening a fresh present, he stole this guy's like cock ring, <laughs> which sounds hilarious. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I was, I never actually before the whole white elephant thing was always like at a professional thing at work. So the gag gift, like to bring that to a white elephant for work, you gotta like cross the line. cock ring into a fucking white elephant. <laughs> yeah. So cock rings, if you're small enough. Really. <laughs> oh, so then it was, um, what had happened was so someone stole the butt plug or the butt cleaner <laughs> and then oh my god it was so ridiculous <laughs> it was just pure entertainment uh and so because this guy was pissed he got his cock ring stolen <laughs> he stole my fucking perfect gift and then the last person actually stole his gift which was my gift mm. so my my gift ended up being the most I don't know. There was some other stuff too, but good feeling when you have the most sought after yeah. gift at the white elephant. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's right. Power. I brought that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was funny because I'm, I'm a can't, I'm the candy man. So you are um, the candy man. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, um, one of my really good friends had asked me which one was my gift. And I said that one. And they took it because they knew it was candy. <laughs> Just like, I want this. And that ended up being the way to go. Do you consider yourself more of like a Willy Wonka Candyman or like a horror movie Candyman? Mm. Which oh, persona are you going for? Willy Wonka. Okay. Willy Wonka was like also a, punk... a whore. <laughs> Who isn't a little bit? But <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding. Actually, are you talking about? Um... I was like talking about Johnny Depp. The horror. Oh yeah. Movie. Oh Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In that to... version. Yeah, oh, of course, wait. Johnny Depp. Yeah. They made right. it darker. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I definitely have to say I'm Willy Wonka. I do have this. Uh, guitar too i mean i could play the willy wonka thing that all made sense right so i was on this road trip i went to slab city and the desert i don't know if you guys have ever been have you no and so i went with a somebody a close friend and they were playing this glee uh song and 
Glee had redone the Willy Wonka Pure Imagination song. Okay. Mm. So it was a as a female vocalist, which is cool. I always like it when they swap the the gender. It's like oh because you know right. if if a, you know if you had a female voice or a higher pitched voice if you car- covered different a Johnny Cash sure. song it would sound a little bit different. So um, I was listening to this and I was like, gosh, you know this song sounds familiar and it was like. Um, Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. But it was in um, but it was a f- yeah female voice. So it took me like a good 30, 45 seconds to realize, oh shit, that's the freaking Willy Wonka song. I'm like, oh wait a second, that makes sense. I'm the Candy Man. The Willy Wonka song <laughs> is like the song. Perfect. You already have a theme song. You got an origin story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that that was really fun. So I. You know, I was at a friend's place in the Haight-Ashbury, and they had this nice. nylon string guitar, which, Ooh. I don't know, that there's not, I mean, I, I finally got my first nylon string guitar after, like, so many years of playing recently. I named her Laura. Nice. I was the only guitar I ever named. I just had this, yeah. And so I was, I was back, my friend had this uh, nylon string guitar in a closet, and I was over with a friend, and I was playing that song. And he was like, no way, that's freaking punk rock. And yeah. I was thinking about it, I was like, holy shit, that's a total, that could be a total punk rock song. <laughs> I'm just playing Laura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Latin punk. <laughs> Latin punk. That's awesome. Nylon string. Have you ever tried a 12 string before? Oh, yeah. Love 12 strings. Like, yeah. It's super weird, but like, you know. Play it on the same, like same finger? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think you can like riff as well, but it's just good like for the chords finger. and shit, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh, I'm so excited. We um, have an exciting hour ahead of us here. Sitting back here in the box. Well, Pam is back here, too. And we, um, we have Raul and, uh, and Josh here. We're getting geared up for a comedy thing after this. I wanted to talk about this show coming up at Bottom of the Hill mm-hmm. this uh, Saturday. We have a, there's a band called King Dream that's going to be headlining. Also, Good World, which I've seen. I met the, the lead singer. What kind of music? Um yeah so they're there's like a rock some sort of mutation of rock and roll nice and so i was going to play this uh this track here um it's called return to zero and this uh this is a song by king dream they're going to be playing at bottom the hill get your ticks i was just there last night it was so much fun and we'll talk about it just after this
That is King Dream here, Mutiny Radio FM. They're going to be playing Saturday um, with Good World. And I think it's really great to have a variety of different acts. So for this, um, so Good World, and I actually met the lead singer and the, the drummer and they're like really rock, they're really is rock band. <laughs> but this is um, yeah. So they have a nice variety. Zelma Stone's going to be on that that uh, list as well for Saturday. And um, kicking back here in the box with Josh and Raul here talking about eggnog season <laughs> and how. Yeah. What is it? I never had it. <laughs> Seriously? Never had eggnog. Are I'm, you lactose intolerant? No. no I'm, I'm just kidding. like. <laughs> really. Spicy? Yeah, it's got a little spice to it. It's got a kick. I don't think it like comes spicy, but you put it in, you put some. It's non-alcoholic. What's the alcoholic? Rum, I believe. Interesting. You can probably put any alcohol in it, though. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put vodka in my eggnog. Yeah, maybe not vodka. Maybe tequila. Yeah, it's on fire. Yeah. It is fiery in here, Muni Radio. Fire joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the um also OMG. Right. And have you guys been to OMG yes, yet? Yes, I love that place. Did I see you there one time? No, maybe a look alike. Maybe a look alike? Make it out yet. God, I think there was that one time I did go up to somebody and I thought it was you because it was that night at Asientos where you were wearing a beanie. Okay. And this, or someone was it a beanie? Yeah. Yeah, and so there was somebody that walked by with his partner, <laughs> and uh, and had the beanie on. And I remember, hey, dude, that. Di-. I remember going up to him, and I was like, hey, that oh, that Jewish joke was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, and then I mentioned something like, and then he's like, hey, it's not me. <laughs> it was the other guy. <laughs> Long Jew. They thought it was funny. Thank God. I don't know. Um, Oh, that's, that's how my I'm not the Jews you're looking for. <laughs> my bosses both found out that I uh, I do comedy because I was walking around and JW came up. He's like, I saw you at Asiento. That Waymo joke was great. And they're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah. And so that was really funny because that actually, that was the night that I had met you at Asiento's. Yeah. That night was fire. That's Everyone funny. was on it. Was just on it. Um, and... And so I thought it was you after the show, and I was like, "Hey, Josh, hey, man, it was great." And he's like, "Well, well he kind of looked at me all funny." And luckily, his him and his girlfriend were cool. I could have been a total creepazoid and be like, "Hey, like, uh. <laughs> um, so it turned out not to be you. But then I ended up running into you for real, walking down Mission Street. It was Mission and Twenty Six. I forget what why I was there. I was there for some reason. Actually, I think I walk. I live on Mission Street in Bernal. Yes. Okay. I think I like to go for walks. Yeah. And I might have been in a track suit, actually, <laughs> which made it even more ridiculous. Like, who's this guy? Like, And so there was that one, there was a joke that you had said that night, um, something with Tesla. It was a Tesla joke. Yeah, I think I did. I don't know if you want to say, feel comfortable saying it on the air, but... Um, it's too edgy for this show. Oh, no. it, was, it was just about how, like, I'm scared of the Waymo cars because they're learning how to drive by watching us drive, and we suck at driving. So, like, it's not going to end well. Ooh. I hopefully said it better than that. Hot take. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... <sighs> Put a laugh track on right now. Yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah, the laugh track, so that's... I was talking to... Somebody People about Zoom a, mics used to fucking do laugh tracks for themselves and like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean there was this one. Why can't I think of his name? The guy that was the ah oh, fuck. 
it's going to mess with my head right now. It's the guy, Tim Allen. What's his, the actor's name? Tim, you mean like Buzz Lightyear Tim Allen? Or like, who are we? Oh, wait. That's Tim right. Allen, he does. I just realized he does the, the voice for Buzz. Yeah. Or yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Every time Infinity. there's this oh. local band that goes by Buzz Lightbeer. So every time, <laughs> I wanna, every time that I want to say Buzz Lightyear, I can't say it anymore. Buzz I say Buzz Buzz Lightbeer. I guess, like, depending on your age, you either think of Tim Allen as, like, the comedian who got, like, busted for selling drugs, or you I think of him Shaggy as Dog. Buzz <laughs> Wait. Shaggy Dog, Santa. He had a good run there, yeah. the, the Disney movies. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus. Now that's right. I do TV. remember that one. That's a perfect time to bring that up because we're in that time oh, yeah. uh, of the year. And uh, so the deal is, and why I brought this up, I couldn't remember the actor's name that plays Tim Allen. I remember, yeah. Um, so I saw this recent show, and I don't watch very much TV. I just basically sit around my place and play guitar all day. That's awesome. <laughs> um, oh, no eggnog at the corner oh. store, huh? Yeah. So I uh, I saw this. It was up on some regular, you know, cable, and it was that that actor. And everything they said, it was just a laugh track. It was like, ah. <laughs> and it was just like, I think only because I, maybe because I'm in the doing the podcast thing, I noticed that this stuff. I was just like, you know, if it wasn't for these laugh tracks, this show wouldn't even be. You couldn't even watch it, probably. Right. You can go on so YouTube bad. and find they do like a like Friends minus the laugh tracks. And oh, just, or and like, like a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> like Big Bang Theory without laugh tracks. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Like they need the laugh tracks to make you know that you're watching a comedy. Because they're yeah. trying to recreate like live studio audience. They used to have that and they're trying to like, you know, bring... Because like, I, I assume like with live audience, they'll be... They have like applause cue cards, you know? Yeah. Or like laugh cue cards. So a similar feeling is like they just took advantage of being shitty. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really um, funny is that I was, yeah, I mean, the laugh track, maybe that's part of it. Maybe the laugh track for this particular soap opera isn't the right laugh track. Like, mm. and I was thinking that. So this recent Friendsgiving that we did, uh, open mic that we did, uh, I had the microphone when I was live streaming. I had it closer to the audience. So obviously, like when a comedian or music person or performers on stage, like when they're performing, everyone's pretty chill, right? Um, and then afterwards, people applaud or or do that whole thing. So, and the mic placement for this recent Friendsgiving that we did, it was close to the audience, mm-hmm. so it, it just it made all the difference they to do that because right. it was just like you hear the the band they or the you know the comedian make their last like close. And then everyone's like, nah. it was like, because of where it was, it was perfect. Yeah. And right. we need to get our own laugh tracks. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> moral of the story. It becomes an issue with laugh tracks. I was like, just think about nice. <laughs> But in yeah. shows, it's always the same. La- like, it's always like laughing like it was the best joke they told. But that's every single joke. In the yeah. Show. It laugh. never happens. No like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, that was a bad joke chuckle i think that's what throws me off with it sometimes yeah and i really actually and i i totally 100 percent agree that you're only as good as your audience and if you don't have an audience that's in it then yeah you're yeah. an open mic stand for me <laughs> yeah so i um i was gonna play this uh laugh track because this particularly i i don't want to say anything in my opinion i just want to get your your feedback on this laugh track i All think right. it's great it's 
just gonna have to look it up on my there it is hell yeah okay this this is my one of my favorite laugh tracks You hear that little voice? Here it goes. It's like some guy. It's like one dude. It's one dude that's just like. <laughs> it's like you hear like you hear a bunch of people. Like you hear a bunch of like people in the background. And there's some other guy that's just like right to the mic and like. <laughs> Where'd you that. find this? <laughs> uh, so this actually has a little bit of um, dialogue for it too, and. I can't get over this lap track. It's just so much fun. Yes, yeah, so you could repeat it too. You could replay it. <laughs> Look on his face is hilarious. Oh my god. So um, this particular uh, thing, so it was um, it was an elevator prank, and I'm sure you guys have seen anyone listening in that heard that elevator prank. What? And so this guy, this girl's walking up, you know, the stairs next to the elevator, gives him a uh, a note. Mm. He opens it up, and it says, "Is my vagina crying, or are you just sexy?" <laughs> the look on this guy's voice, or no, his face is freaking hilarious. He's just solely shocked. He doesn't even know what it means. It takes him like ten seconds to like, what does that mean? Like, is my vagina crying? Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. It's like one of those. It's one of those lines, and I feel like uh, being a you know entertainer and comedian, going up there and just like maybe the shock of maybe you gotta like think for four seconds about what you just said, you know? I right. tried that as my opener. Like, hey, everybody, is my vagina crying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's... All, and it's, it's like, depends on... I mean, you could say that joke here, um, mutiny, or you, and it could be good, and then you could go to... Um, People where vaginas don't cry. Yeah, <laughs> or you could go to, like, OMG, and, you know... Actually, I think that would probably be pretty good about anywhere you went. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a solid um, laugh-inducing. <laughs> it's a shock. It's I, like a riddle. I'd use it. <laughs> it's like a riddle joke. A pickup line. Like I know there's like funny no. pickup lines, but have you ever like used a pickup line and had it work? Like I don't even think I've ever used a like an actual pickup line. I don't you think know? people do. I think it's a <sighs> maybe when I was a kid, I remember. Yeah, I mean I'm still young. I feel like a kid still, but I think there was this one time of just like because I'm I don't know I'm like. I'm pretty professional. I'm pretty, maybe overly professional, you right. know? So, I, like, before, like, I talk to a girl, I kind of want to find out that if she's single, you know? And so, you know, if I'm hitting on, so this is a long time ago. Believe me, I haven't used this line in a very long time. Good. <laughs> very, very long time. Um, so, I was talking to this girl, and we were, we were having a great conversation. I was just like, hey, what's your, what's your boyfriend's name? And she said, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, okay. I'm going to go do something, you know? And that worked out. I mean, it's pretty fucking cheesy, though. That's pretty cheesy. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Some, I don't know. I, I usually don't really think about it. I don't. Maybe I should be more strategic. 
Yeah. Somebody said there was this comedian um, at, was it a, it was a Thursday night comedy at the Milk Bar. Right. And it was referring to like going and picking up on someone as like if there's a barista, like if you don't <laughs> ask for the coffee, you're not going to get it, you know? Um, what? You know what I mean? Like, so the thing is, and I thought it was funny because I, wherever it was, it was kind of background and I was playing, we had the taco mosh debut that day. Oh, nice. And, um, and so th- that kind of makes sense. Like if you don't go up and you don't initiate a conversation with someone, squeaky wheel, then grease. how, how are they going to, you know, but then I don't know. I feel like I've seen so many gross, I'm trying to, I want to be kind of biased genders or anything but i've seen a lot of really <laughs> gross really not gross aggressive people where it's a total turn off right it's right. just like you know i think like maybe something more discreet like you walk up uh to somebody that's with a group of people i feel like you kind of need a wing person because if you're there alone and you're kind of that weirdo in the corner and yeah you know but if you went with a person you, you know a friend you had a wing person and there's a group of people like hey how's it going are you um I'm not going to totally murder all of you. <laughs> you look like somebody I'd like to meet. <laughs> I don't know. Hello. I, <laughs> that was my problem. It's hard. Like, you have to be, like, a certain level of aggressive, I guess, to dance with people. But I can never oh, do... Like, you see people, like, go up to someone and start dancing with them. I could never do that. So I just, like, go up to people and be like, hey, is it is it okay if I, like, dance with you? And they're like, get the <laughs> fuck away from me, creep. Yeah. One of my favorite... Um, things that i've heard it was some movie with adam sandler it was a trailer it was on a the radio and i was listening and it was um adam sandler was getting told by some guy like hey you know what the worst thing she could say is no and then there's a clip where he goes and asks and uh, the girl responds to him get away from me you fucking douchebag <laughs> That is that is thing. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, the worst you could say is no. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, super funny. So that's a yes. <laughs> oh, so that's a yes. So yeah. That coffee. It's weird that there's a lot of like metaphors with like hot beverages and stuff. Did you guys ever have to watch that uh the tea. like sexual assault tea thing? Yeah. Like, I didn't like, have to. I was just on the internet and I was like, what yeah. is this shit? And you I was have like, to wash hands. Yeah, that British guy is like, sex is like a cup of tea. You gotta pour one for yourself and pour one for you. I have no yeah. idea Unconscious what it is. Unconscious people can't drink tea. <laughs> oh my. Like, like this whole Thanks, thing Bill Cosby. Like, <laughs> it's classic. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> also. It's <laughs> 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 hilarious. Yeah, so. Yeah, we're getting get her for the um, the comedy here after the show, and uh, we're gonna be playing back this um, Good World American Breakfast. I've seen these guys play. This song is um, this song is called American Breakfast. Gosh, any time of day breakfast sounds Not good to me. Not continental, just strictly American. Yeah. Is there what is right. strictly American breakfast anyway? Like eggs. Like what is the staple? Steak is corn? Like, cause corn. There it is. Good world. Mini radio FM.
she'll buy you dinner, I'll buy you lunch. I love you so much. That is Good World, Muni Radio FM. They're going to be playing at Bottom of the Hill. They're on the list with Zelma Stone and King Dream. That is a Trixie Rasputin um, presents there. So I was just at Bottom of the Hill last night. We had somebody, we had Treasures on the show last week. And uh, we gave away a golden ticket to Treasures last night. And so... The candy man. (laughs) Yeah, so this guy had called in last week at 420... And he just, he, he was in a, he was, I don't know, he said that he had a blunt in his hand and he was smoking it. And I was trying to figure out, it's because there was just somebody in Sacramento, somebody that um, just called into the station that I've never met before. So that was really cool. A lot of times we'll get people calling from like the other side of the country or, nice. in another, you know, in a different country and different continent entirely. So, when you're trying to give away, you know, a comedy show ticket or music ticket here in it's San Francisco, and someone calls you from Thailand, it's like <laughs> you want to teleport here, you know? <laughs> like, so, um, so I got to meet um, this guy Kian and his uh, friend who who won the golden ticket uh, to the show, and that was that was really it was a ball. It was so much fun. This band Goof had opened. And yeah, yeah, it's a fun name, huh? Yeah, I like it. You know the um, the band name thing is is fun. I feel like you know being a comedian, like is your real name, mm-hmm. like what you go by on the list for open mic or? I don't I, have a stage name, do you? Yeah, you? I'm not good enough to have a stage name, <laughs> yeah. so uh, I'm I'm gonna go by Josh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because your initials actually spell J K. Dude. Yeah. Damn, you're born to be. Yeah, <laughs> they knew what you're doing when they named you. <laughs> I had a friend who would always like every time I'm like, oh, H I J K. that didn't get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hi, Jack. <laughs> hi. No, like hi, Josh Katsky. Like H I J K. Elemental P. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just elemental peed my pants here in the box. I just can't believe it. Yeah, no, so that's what's funny about it. So, because I go by JW. And where was I? Um, yeah. I just say John Wayne because that's easier to, you know, when you're in a crowd of people, they'll be like, oh, yeah, JW, like John Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> you're basically John Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're just talking about, oh, yeah. So this guy came up to me and said, like, hey, JP. <laughs> Like I, you know, I'm asking for it, right? I know I'm asking for it, so I just kind of go with it. But I was just like, I just JP'd my pants, man. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know, not really, but I just think that's funny. 
I want to start doing that too. <laughs> no, just like uh, when the P, when the <laughs> that too, yeah. Pee in your pants school on Miles Davis. That's great. That Billy Madison. That's my foundation. Billy Madison and mm. and Chris Farley, Tommy Boy. I feel like without those, I might not even. I wouldn't be J.W. Blunt. Mm. Uh, Farley died before I was born. <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, David Spade for Tommy Boy, right? Yeah, David Spade. Yeah, Love Tommy Boy. Yeah. yeah, so David Spade's like big liner um, that everyone knows, what? and it's his most famous line. What is it? Housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Was that, I think <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was so funny. I'm just like I can't. I can't remember anything else he ever said. Actually, other than that, I'm a, I'm a David. Believe me, I'm a big David Spade fan. I like fan. His stand up. <laughs> I, I I think David Spade is really funny. But that, for some reason, just for me, that is just so deep to my core. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> Go away. I think I know him more for like Joe Dirt than Time Boy, just because like when it oh, came yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Joe Dirt. Oh, my gosh. That's so great that you brought that up. Did you ever see Joe Dirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what's funny about it, so I had um, this recording artist I called into the station um, a year ago, and they live in New Orleans. Well, they actually live right outside of New Orleans, Lafayette, and they're like, oh, we're doing doing Thanksgiving in the Grand Canyon, and so we always, you know, in the past, always done Thanksgiving at my aunt's place, and they were going to be away, and so I'm like, oh, this seems like a cool opportunity. So then I drive out there, and on Thanksgiving Day, uh, went for a little hike in the Grand Canyon. And I was like, man, this looks familiar. And I remembered, I said, like, this is a movie. And I remembered, holy shit, that's where the Joe Dirt, where uh, that first started. The first scene was yeah. at the Grand Canyon where his parents abandoned him. That's where uh, at the Grand Canyon. from Malcolm in the Middle gets abandoned. Uh, <laughs> it was the same place? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Visiting. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Oh no! So I, th- I just think that's funny. You know, everything with that and Brandy and this girl that he had a big crush on, and and then he ended up in a radio station at at the end of it, which yes. is really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. The whole driving thing of the yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, Emperor's New Groove is David Spade's best. Friend. Oh, absolutely. Emperor's New Groove. I've seen it. I saw some like. Uh, as whatever something on apparently it was like it was supposed to be like a normal disney movie and then they like they saw it sucked they scrapped the entire script and they're like you have two weeks to write a script for this Damn. and so that's why it's all just like all this stuff kind of got through that wouldn't get through a normal disney movie oh it's a great movie yeah. i'm glad they it's like Right, let it slide. What's your, what's your, I think for me, it's like it's like Emperor's New Groove and Hercules and then Mulan, probably top three. Pull the you? lever, crunk. Uh, for, for, Disney for Disney movies, uh, gosh, yeah, I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin fan. That was a Nickelodeon cliche. That sounds. Yeah, I do like the Nickelodeon too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Aladdin, mm. the Magic Carpet Ride. There was just something special about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. And actually, um, they really make money on those songs that they put in the movies mm-hmm. to the point where they don't. You can't play Disney stuff anywhere. Really? Like they like banned it on like YouTube and stuff. You can't find Disney songs. Like you know, so Willy Wonka is not Disney, is it? No, I don't. Something really else. Think so yeah. So what's funny about it that um, 
that pure imagination song and I'm back in Disney. I'm just like kid movies, like Willy Wonka the Charlie that feels like a kid movie. Yeah. Um, Disney, I'm sure, gosh, they got crazy copyright. Mm. You know, they probably pay somebody who writes it and be like, yeah, we'll give you like $100,000 if you just give this a song. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I've seen it because Glee had covered that pure imagination song, so they found a way. But the actual person who wrote the song, one of it was co-written, and one of the artists that wrote pure imagination is still alive. Mm. And she's 90 years old. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that would be freaking cool to like cover that song. And, and I don't know. I mean, like, can you imagine meeting the, what if I had the 90 year old woman? I'm not ageist at all. Um, but what if I had this, this person, what if I had this person, this, that wrote this incredible song? I mean, God, can you imagine? That'd be pretty cool. I mean, you have to get, I mean, like, I mean, you have 80 years or 90 years of life experience to draw from for the song, right? Yeah. 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 I just can't imagine. You think about all the songs they could have written for that, for that movie. That I mean, that the pure imagination doesn't even make sense. Like the lyrics, like. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We're just chocolate coming into this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll begin with a spin, with a <laughs> traveling the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. I think this is where the chocolate comes in, right? Got it. This world is. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it oh that's chocolate chocolate do it <laughs> yeah i mean like we're i'm just trying to think like they wrote this song for a chocolate factory song <laughs> like this is like the perfect i mean, think about it it's just like wait who covered that, it who um so who actually i'm gonna actually i feel like i definitely want to give credit to the um person it was co-written back in okay i i don't want to fuck it up actually i want to look it up and give the yeah. right information it's a great song <laughs> So I know I'm mean, just trying to think like you think about Disney too, like I feel like the um, the music really fits what's happening, you know, in the uh, movie, in the movie mm-hmm. where that song is cool and I love it, but does it really go with the movie? The movie? <laughs> does in, it? I don't in know. In Bollywood, I mean, they do that all the time. Just fucking they sell songs that way. In Bollywood, through yeah. like their album is just the playlist of a. Track list of a, of a movie. If you want to view paradise, <laughs> simply look around and view it. Is it just chocolate everywhere? Chocolate. <laughs> it's so cool. That's the whole thing. It's the yeah. whole thing is edible, right? It's like yeah. all it's all chocolate in that. Yeah, and I was talking to someone yesterday about band names and how fun it would be to have an edible band name, and they do exist. So this pure imagination song was written in 1971. The film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Fairy was written by British composer Leslie Brucuse and Anthony Newley, specifically for the movie. It was sung by Gene Wilder. So I'm looking up Leslie Brucuse, and she, oh shit, she just passed away October 19th. So I guess that's oh, rest in peace. That is pretty cool. That's a, whoa, damn. She's right before the candy season. Wow. Wow. Oh. Ironic. <laughs> That's or fresh. Wow. Anyways, I was hoping to dedicate that to her. Well, maybe she's in the airwaves right now. Possibly. 
there's something, I don't know. I was talking to someone the other day on the show about, I don't know if people are religious or whatever, but reincarnation and the whole thing. Ooh, I have yeah. a reincarnation joke. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Wait, oh, do you want me to? Oh, oh yeah, cool. If you feel, if you feel comfortable, yeah. Come on. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but it's like, okay, it's, 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 it's stupid, but it works sometimes. It's like, you know, I'm scared of reincarnation. Like, what if you get reincarnated as like a cow? Or like it's something lame, right? It's like reincarnate asada. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh, that's so that funny. Like that reincarnate asada. As long as you're not a vegan, it's like not offensive. <laughs> as long as you... like the rest of that, you were talking about how like they don't eat cows in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, seen... I, I heard reincarnate oh, asada. Yeah, 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 right yeah. <laughs> that's so freaking hilarious. That's so great, man. That was really funny. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys, are, we're getting ready for this um, six o'clock comedy battle was it a battle is, is it a music i don't know why you call oh, it a battle, a battle. island <laughs> yeah it does all huh? up spot, i will poison you i will do everything oh yeah though. gotta get that everything but write a good joke <laughs> welcome to just Santa right Santa. when you're taking a bite of your caesar salad just right mid crunch just some joke Next you know pam has one of those uh those uh barbecues out here before i'm just gonna sprinkle a little arsenic in there <laughs> for all the competition just on the pork you know all, all the kosher folks will be fun um yeah that's fun asientos is fun that's on wednesdays anybody out there listening and so the names that edible names mm. so Candy, <laughs> candy, yeah. The uh, I kind of got obs- obsessed with the idea. I came up with this idea, uh, you know, of having edible an edible name. Think about like something that you hear and eat. <laughs> Just kidding, not really. Maybe, yeah. The um, so I was with some friends. I met a um at Pacific Catch on Ninth Avenue and the that. sunset and the inner sunset. It was a really cool spot. And I I walked in. I was met up with a couple band members of this band, Revolution. They're going to be coming by doing a tiki desk, ugly sweater, open mic here on the 18th. But I went and I walked into this restaurant and there was somebody else that I'd met in the open mics and that I hadn't seen in a while. And every time I see this person, I get super inspired. I don't know. Like you guys, too. I don't know. The, the, the comedy is inspiring, you know. It's, it's I mean, um, at some point, you get jaded, and you're like, ah, yeah. I, I mean, don't want to listen to jokes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was talking to I was talking because we just had started this punk band back in early October, or later October. And, yeah, I remember thinking, I was like, I told her, I was like, I've always wanted to name a band that had taco. It was a taco in the mm. band. I mean, it was like, you can't name a band taco. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're a punk band. So the first thing, when I think about punk, I think about mosh pitting. Right. And then I was like, pit. and so then I was like, what about taco mosh? Ooh. Taco oh, mosh. that's a, that. Wait. Cherry. Yeah. That's a band that, wait, you were talking about something, Takamash. Takamash, yeah. No, so that was um, that was the band that we ended up calling because I got on this list as J.W. Blunt. One of the comedians here had booked uh, me as an opener for a metal band called awesome. Bong Father. <laughs> <laughs> so J.W. Blunt and Bong Father kind of, I think, awesome. people made that connection somehow. I don't know why. Um, and so, <laughs> and so, you know, maybe, maybe I've been playing, you know, with this drummer for three or four times and we we're having a lot of fun. I was like, we need to come up with a band name so that I'd come up with that and it was just like 
think about it. I was just like, it's, you could eat it. You could eat a taco, you know? And there's this other band called Loser Soup that was on the list. And it's like, I guess you could have Loser Soup too. You could actually, you know, <laughs> you know have a soup. Instead of merch, you can just have a taco stand. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You nailed it. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. It's like, hey, you know, no matter you're an entertainer, I feel like merch is really kind of the revenue that, you know, you can bring in. Well, somebody buys a shirt or a trucker hat, they're going to wear it and have it the rest of their life. But if you had something consumable, like if you had a taco truck or yes. tamale, I really want to bring back Virginia Ramos. Um, I think we were doing it. 21st and Florida, bring back Virginia. And uh, so she was a big-time hustler, tamale lady. You've heard of her? Yeah. Yeah, so since, since she's passed away in um, September of 2018, I haven't seen anyone really hustling out there. Think about all these bars that don't have and venues that don't have food, where just right. all that you could have is like just a, like a beer and yeah, some chips. You need, <laughs> for, you need to hire cooks and all that for... So I guess like it's easier to. I don't know if it's easier to be a bartender than to be a. I have no idea, but <laughs> I don't. Really? I don't want to talk shit about bar. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, but uh, you know, cook or bartender. I don't know because like you gotta make drinks. Either. There's yeah. recipes for drinks, right? Yeah. I have no idea. And all the best places are definitely like those breweries that have food trucks and stuff outside. Oh, yeah, like, love that place. Yeah, you've been to Bear Bottle Brewery. Oh, I love Bear, That's Bear Bottle. I'm close to that. Yeah. They're like the only place besides spin that has a ping pong table and so i i go there yeah it's but, a barcade you ever did sergio blanco's sergio blanco's mic in i've basically just done pam's mic because she's oh, the yeah. best she, i love yeah we love pam. <laughs> fantastic in the box yeah i'm not kissing up she's the best <laughs> ever yeah. <laughs> i'm not ages but <laughs> i never blush too much yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's great. I don't know how she deals with all these comedians. She's awesome. Not at magic, but you know, in, in life. <laughs> well, you I'm you two are pretty you. pretty nice. Thank Aww, you. You too. Yeah, we love you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So the the whole edible thing. <laughs> like if you were and if your stage name was edible. Ooh. Mm, Sugar Ray. <laughs> oh. Sugar Ray. Kit Kat, because Katsky. Oh, like Kit Kat ski. Ooh. Like, oh, because you're not. Oh, right on. Yeah. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the issue and make it too easy for people to heckle me. I have like a bad joke. They're like, give me a break. And I'm like, God damn it. It's a good one. Yeah. I think my band name or my name would just be Coke. <laughs> Coke. Coke. <laughs> like how you spell it. Cock. Like mm. cock. <laughs> it's really like C-O-C-K-E. C-O-C-K-E. Spell it. Yeah, it's but just like the drink. Yes. And then when people say, oh, I love your bad cock, you'd be like, what the hell are you talking It's called cock. Why would you say that? That's disgusting. Yeah, so you know what's really funny that you said that? So, I don't know. Uh, I was at this Juice Bumps show back in September. Right. And we did a Tiki Dust concert. And there nice. was a band over the, the night before. And I had two tickets uh, to this show. And my neighbor, you know, came with the show the juice bump show and at one point then juice bumps was a headlining band you know that is a rock band i know that you know the other band was different because good good world is pretty rock, rock. It's a, yeah so 
at one point during their set, they had somebody come out in a Koki um, uh, costume. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this big fuzzy thing. It was like a Coke. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't, I don't know. It was, it was, they were calling it Koki. I felt like it was a reference to cocaine. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. So I, I'm there and they started uh, shooting these, this merch out into the audience and so the, the Koki was shooting out these t-shirts and I went and I, I grabbed it. I fucking barehanded this thing <laughs> and I caught it and I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. I felt, you know, the girl next to me was like, hey, I'll buy it off you for 20 bucks. I was just like, oh, I feel like I just caught a foul ball at a baseball game. <laughs> like this is totally just priceless. And uh, so I, um, yeah. So and then I looked at the size of it. It was a small size, and I'm just like, uh, I mean, it comes with a story. So yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Shoot out larges though. It's ridiculous. The, so, the size that would fit the most people. Yeah, it's like large. Shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's probably why they're getting them out for free. But <laughs> so it was a small. It was a small T-shirt, and you know, everyone, you know, I you could saw when I walked out. I was with my neighbor. We met some people that were out there. They saw that I caught the shirt. Nice. And I was just like, gosh, you know what is like. I remember thinking it's a small, it's probably not going to fit me. Um, and they're, you know, these people that we're talking to, they're smaller or whatever. I'm not sizest, but they would, you know, they, <laughs> they were, they were going to be able to fit in it probably better than I was going to be able to fit in it. So basically they totally peer pressured me from these strangers. They're like, well, if you're not going to, you know, so I basically put on this small t-shirt that ended up fitting. It was a muscle tee. Nice. I was like bulging. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was and so I ended up giving um, them one of my, the shirt that I was wearing. Um, <laughs> For a muscle tee. <laughs> I was just like, shirt. Trade. I don't know. It was very interesting. It was the only time that I, yeah, I gave away my uh, my shirt. I gave you the shirt of To my a complete back. stranger that put it on. and Yeah. Nice. Shirt that smells like JW. Yeah. yeah. All they want for Christmas. <laughs> That's, That's funny. That, uh, That's the, perfect. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Yeah. I mean, when that song, the first time you hear that Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas, that's when you know it's Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, but they've oh, been playing God. that since fucking June. Yeah, so, like November oh, yeah. 26 or whatever when they start playing actual Christmas. That's the one. That's the one. That's, that's, the, ones, that's the one up. that rings. <laughs> I just want you for my own More than you have ever known Make my wish come true All I want from Rickshaw Stop is you (laughs) And an extra small (laughs) t-shirt I don't know, it's... That song is, I don't know, I'm a huge Mariah Carey fan, and so there's um, somebody um, when I, who, I was, who I dated for many years, and um, her dad was a Motown guy, mm. and so he knew I was a rocker, you know, and that I played, you know, rock. They're cousins. Not like King Dream, <laughs> but like a real fucking... Yeah, yeah, King, yeah, King Dream is great. I can't wait to see them on the bottom of the album. Uh, so... He asked me who my favorite female vocalist was. And without a doubt, without hesitation, I said Mariah Carey. There was no pause. And he's like, I thought you'd say Stevie Nicks or I like- Joan Jett or something. But there's, 
I do think that, I mean, I do appreciate Stevie Nicks and Joan Jett very much too. And that they're definitely top five. He's, you're wearing a Joan oh. Jett shirt. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wow. 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 Uh, we, we planned no. all this before. It's yeah. completely scripted to get to the shirt that none of you can see. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Is I like to talk with my hands back here and I realize that nobody listening in could see me talking with my hands. <laughs> I nod a lot. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. (laughs) I think I'm really bad for, like, podcasts and recordings, because, like, when I'm really laughing at something, like, I go super breathy, so, like, if I'm, like, faking all, I'll be like, ha, 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 and if I'm really laughing, like, That's bad for open mics. It doesn't sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a nervous laugher, which is great for open mics, but then horrible for everything else. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, I love, I mean, the laugh track, that is such a huge thing. I never was actually going to ever talk about this on the air, but I, um... So, uh, you know, listen, you ever get an Elvis Presley? Like the singer and the rock and roll star? Yeah. I yeah. Like... <laughs> just get, I just mess with No, I only know him as an actor, all right? Yeah. Blue Hawaii. <laughs> Blue Hawaii. Yeah, so, um, you know, back then, I might have told Pam or someone else this too, it's, you think they must have had a boom mic or something because he didn't have, it wasn't, it was way before like wireless where you could have a wireless mic, like Selena, Selena had the wireless mic, and she's dancing around, spinning around. Like, that was that was the wireless mic thing. But back then, in the 50s, and they didn't have wireless stuff. Mm. But Presley's sitting there, like, doing his whole, you know, thing, and he's, you know, right. dancing and, like, and doing his hips and moving his hands and stuff, and he's singing. I'm just like, and you could pick, you could hear his voice perfectly. And I'm thinking... I never would have noticed that before, but was it wireless? Was it no, I think, was it lip synced? I mean, no, the, yeah, the thing. Likely. So this is also another part of it too. When we were talking about the laugh tracks, is that I noticed that the audience they were right on point every time, and it was the same. Yeah, it's crowds like ah! it was like a bunch of people like ah! you know, and that became the Beatlemania. I felt like it was like the same audience. I'm like, wait a second, that sounds like that. I'm like. Mm. Um, I think it, I'm not. I'm not in conspiracies on all, but <laughs> it is so true. I mean, like friends, and like we're talking about that other show that I don't even know that that guy was on, the Tim Allen guy that does the voice for Buzz Lightyear, which I oh, never probably. realized and forgot yeah. completely. Forgot that he did this the voice for that. Um, and then he was in a Santa Claus movie as well, uh, which is just he's a just coincidence. confined to network television now. You know, he's confined to that because he can't escape because that's his, all his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that laugh track of that, that that's what it was for this sitcom or the soap opera that he's in. Maybe it would be different if it was a different laugh track. Like, if it, it would have a different feel. We should just record our own laugh tracks in here. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like well, what it is, what's fun about Tiki Desk, and, you know, I know that Josh had come by Tiki Desk, too, is that you could really pick out who are the best laughers in the audience yeah. and get all the best laughers. Um, you could I'm, record a laugh track here if comics actually laughed here. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I've, it's, it's one of those things that's unpredictable. <laughs> I remember there was somebody who I'd met that come by the station and, and walked to the station. I met her and um, her friend. And I remember thinking, I was telling them, I was like, hey, you know, there's judges. We have judges at six o'clock. If you want to come by, I remember thinking like the open mic thing could be like everyone could be on point, 
or everyone could bomb or maybe somewhere in between. And so I remember thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just send these people into? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, I it was really, <laughs> really funny now. I haven't seen this person in a while. I won't talk anyone's names on the, uh, air on the air. Uh, so there was, um, it was when we were doing outdoor comedy. It was like when things were a little thicker with the pandemic and mm-hmm. we're doing this outdoor comedy and this, um, person, you know, actually three people that night that, you know, we're talking about come by the station, like, Hey, you know, JW, when we come by the station, see this outdoor comedy. Right. So somebody had come from San Leandro too, had even jumped on like a bard and went through the, like all of that to come here and for the comedy. That's what I did. Yeah, and it was fire and it was mm-hmm. fire. But this one particular night, there was somebody who I won't mention their name uh-huh. and they made a, they had this ice cream man joke mm-hmm. that was horrifying. Wow. And I remember I was sitting down with this, you know, this girl and I had two other friends that came to visit me. And I'm just like, this is their first impression. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. I, I'm really, I feel like we have a really great uh, support uh, community. I mean, like I know that when somebody bombs, like yeah, I'm, I'm right there. I'm just like, that was a bomb, but I'm like, I'm there to like, it's all going to be all right. You know? Wait, what's the equivalent, like the musician equivalent of bombing, like missing a, like no one right. Yeah. Cause like they can, it's not passive listening thing as opposed to comedy and to be actively listening. You know, what's it like the, you know, is there an equivalent of bombing with um, like, how do you music know, that way? How do you know, if you have a song that isn't going well, how would you know based on the audience? Like, is, can you tell during the song or is it just like after the song? Yeah, so I do, I feel like more of what it is, and there's a lot of ways that would be considered bombing. And, uh, but with, with a band of your band, and they're the band before you, the place is packed, and then all of a sudden you go on, your band goes on, and the place clears out. Right. Okay, so you can walk the. Okay, so you're worried about how many people actually. Right. It's cause yeah, that, but that not necessarily. That doesn't necessarily mean a bomb. Um, it could just mean that whatever people had to leave because they're hungry. Try to get people to dance, you know. And That's like, what it is. They left because they were hungry. Uh, if you had a taco mosh cart in the front, <laughs> or something where you could sling, you know, I'm not talking about just you know milk bar. Any of these places that don't serve food, you could really capitalize on that. Live by, by the Virginia edible, Ramos. die by the edible. <laughs> in the um. Yeah, so I mean, like, bombing, like, there was this one time, gosh, it was, I was in a thrash, heavy thrash rock band, uh, and we played at Eli's Mile High Club, and there was maybe only, fuck, there was not very many people there, and maybe there was 10 people tops that were just there, and it just, you know, it was Eli's, and back then, you know, I'm aging myself, but... Back then, it was a little rougher around the edges. Like, it, it's a lot cleaned up now. It's a lot more cleaned up. Eli's my hug. Have you been there yet? You should check it out. I got to bring you guys there. Fuck yeah. If you're up for that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's on Martin Luther King and kind of um, like the Temescal, West Oakland border. Um, back when we had played there, it was completely different. There was all these plastic benches out in the back. It looked like like um, Pet cemetery or something. You walk in, you're just like, and it's completely different now. You walk in, you're just like, gosh, is there like, hopefully I don't step on a rusty nail. <laughs> Something like, they completely transformed the place. It's so freaking cool now. If you right. go there now, there's a, there's definitely some Eli's, my high sh- uh, club shows. But I, there's got to, I feel like with Mutiny and we're really just, the comedy is so big here 
and me being more of a guitar player, I feel like I'm a different you can be type a of fish, <laughs> different type yeah, of fish in a different type of pond, you know? I mean, you do the, you know, the, you add your twist to the fucking songs, right? I like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so. Josh, uh, Josh Condu plays the accordion? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you guys can play a comedy band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so. going to be at tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Josh Con. <laughs> wow. I just, uh, yeah, that is, that is, that is a great topic. I think Josh Kahn is just a topic. I've never met him before. I just, <laughs> yeah. And your guys' names are kind of similar, too. Really? Oh, yeah. And yeah, I think he's Jewish, too. Yeah, yeah. when I saw that Pam gave me a sign that said, Want to hear a Jew joke? Con, I thought sure. I thought yeah. it was going to be happy. That's really funny. Okay, you got a Jew joke? Yes. Right. And it can yeah, only work with Jewish audiences. Because, like, they don't get it otherwise. Okay? Okay, so just for the Jews. Just for the Jews. This is great. <laughs> Please don't hate me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's, um, okay, uh, I met a Jewish motorcyclist, you know? A Jewish mm-hmm. motorcyclist. And, like, you know, on a, so you heard an elf on a shelf, right? Get ready for Jew on a bike. <laughs> oh wait a second! Is that some? Is that There's Hebrew? A, it's, a slur, it's a. It's the slur. Uh, hike is okay, a, you can say it. I can't. Uh, yeah, you can't. Say it. It's uh, the the most well known derogatory term for. Oh jeez! So, like, I heard it. Like, I heard the term because another Jewish comic was like said that. And it's I was derogatory. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh jeez! It's, it's uh, yeah. Um. I wish the Indian people had racial slurs for them. <laughs> There's a. We don't get I any. I think they do. I don't know. Oh, probably. Really? Oh, they do. Yeah, Everyone it's a sand. Yeah, that we get the Arabic slurs. Yeah. Like, well, you know. That's almost more insulting. I heard that one time, but I've never. I mean, I never. Um, genuinely. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys from the Bay? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I just was raised around so much culture. I, I never really identified with being the ethnicity. My entire life until I moved to San Francisco. I'm like, oh, well, I was in this suburbia a white guy. my whole life. Yeah. So, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a few years ago. There's this player on the Dodgers. Key. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. There's this player on the on the Dodgers key game. Struck out three times. Tweet that said, uh, "Down goes Kike KKK." <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That could have been totally uh-huh. accidental, too. It was like, strike, strike, strike. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, just, I love your laugh, <laughs> It's a signature laugh. Yeah, I need to work on my my laugh. Sometimes oh. I feel like... Your I'll fake laugh. I'm <laughs> up there that gets nothing, and then I just hear... Ah! <laughs> it's a savory. It's like... <laughs> signature. Buns. I love buns. I know. Lots of laughing. Yeah, so um, we're getting geared up for the comedy battle. Uh, we're gonna uh, Zelma Stone is also going to be um, playing, performing tomorrow at Bottom of the Hill. So I was gonna play this track. This track is called Money Honey. What's the band called? The uh, Zelma Stone. Zelma Stone, right on. Hell yeah. Mini Radio FM. Thank you. 
is Money, Honey, Zelma Stone going to be playing at the bottom of the hill tomorrow with Good Wall or Good World and King Dream. Oh yeah, these band names are fun. Somebody, um, somebody I hadn't talked to in a while. You know that when I originally you know, ran it in and played this Willy Wonka song, it was like, oh, that's punk. I'm like, yeah, you're right, it is. He'd asked me, you know, what I was up to. I was like, I started this punk rock band. He asked me, what's the name? He's, I said, Takamash. That is a fun one to say. I enjoy saying it. It sounds Japanese. Doesn't it sound ja- Japanese? If you say it like, like Takamash. Takamashi. <laughs> Takamash. Takamash. You just Takamash. <laughs> you just said it Japanese. <laughs> yeah. It could be whatever you want. It could be Mexican. Could, well, it is Mexican, technically. It is, yeah. No, actually... Um, El taco mash. <laughs> one of my... Because I... I, don't know, I thought taco was Spanish. But I don't know. It's like taco is kind of like, like taco rock and mas, roll. You know, like, you know, like mas. <laughs> yeah. Like mas tacos, you know? That's what it is. Yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. Taco. Yeah, exactly. You get them to sponsor you. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a real... I don't know. I don't like the whole term. Yeah, well, we could. I'll get into that. But uh, taco, I always thought was Spanish. But taco means the same thing, just like rock and roll means the same thing in every language. It was just taco. A taco a is a taco. Yeah. There's no, you know, like you don't call like a hamburger an English word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's actually making me hungry thinking about yeah. it. So, <laughs> Yeah, you know, they might be closed yeah, across the street. I'm so hungry. It's actually all making me really hungry. I think um, just because it's that, that time of the year. Hopefully I don't totally blow this. Um, I have this uh, parody for you guys. Um, and all the people that use marijuana recreationally um or maybe not actually maybe not just anyone or use it professionally you mean anyone no, just, <laughs> i'm dreaming of having a dad just like the ones i used to do at cozy start a club cozy Start a club, cozy. Start a club, cozy. Start a club. I'm dreaming of having a plant-based meal, <laughs> just like the ones I used to eat. A cozy. Snickerdoodle with flax eggs and vegan butter at Cozy Stonica 
think I need that. Cloud. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know. Where the <laughs> it's a stoner that's club. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? That's what it is. It's been so fun to be in a in a band again after this pandemic and being trapped in a room with a guitar and going stir crazy is an understatement. Negative jam. I think it's kind of similar with comedy. You know, it's like it's hard to tell if the person up on stage if they're telling a joke or they're having a mental breakdown. That's know? all I do. <laughs> That's all I do. That's my entire act. Yeah, look, speak it up. Let's go. Hey, hey, so there's another mic out there if you want to grab it, uh, one of the stage mics. It's on the one that's, yeah, has nothing here. Yeah. All right, this is how you make a comic have a mental breakdown. I walk in and try to join a podcast and tell me go outside the room and grab a mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it kicked you out. Yeah, you kicked me out, let me in. But you know, mental breakdowns are actually like a real big part of my comedy. You know? Really? Um, yeah, I, I, I've said this on, on air before. Um, like I, uh, an hour before I did a set here, I found out my brother joined a fucking cult. Nice. All right. So I walked like in here one? looking like a piece of shit. Said, it was a legitimate mental breakdown, and everybody just laughed at it. So now it became a joke in my mental part. Was yeah. the cult called stand-up comedy? No, like, no, no, he joined a legit cult. <laughs> he joined a legitimate cult. See, one person's already laughing. I haven't said a fucking punchline yet, yeah. you know? But uh, I'm not going to do the whole joke because, like, I pretty much forgot it. Like, I, it was like a drunken binge, like, you know, I am pitting myself. Um, I was, I, I, after I finished my set, I was sitting down <laughs> on the sidewalk outside there. Comics come up to going, are you okay, Hunter? I'm like, no, my brother just joined a fucking cult. Did you say comics or Cult. A cult. Comics. Comics. Like comedians. I mean, look at me. Cops probably do know me by name. Okay. I would you expect know? nothing more from the drunken. Is that on acid over here? <laughs> it's so serious. It's like, it's great. You know, I feel like, you know, like, and that's the thing with comedy too. Anyone listening in that isn't a comedian, and we got some comedians here. You can't tell if they're being serious or if they're joking. And so that's what it is. It's like, are you really about to have a fucking mental it's breakdown right now? Jokes, or are you making a Probably joke? Because <laughs> I can't tell. But that's fun. I felt like Chris Farley is one of my favorites. Maybe that's cliche. Oh, yeah. That's and it's like, that's what it is. It's like, it's so like, you told me that you're going to, you know, or something like, oh, the, maybe the better, maybe a better one is that, are you aware that you're drinking decaffeinated coffee crystals? You... Son of a, you know, or like someone like, like that was a good Farley. <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, like I, I gotta be. I mean, like, yeah. So I feel like he had that. I'm trying to think of any other comedians off but, the top of your heads. If you guys know any comedians that, yeah. But just talk about Chris yeah. Farley. His signature, like, comedic, you know, voice growl was him about to break down the little fan down by the river. You know, like that rage yeah, and almost yeah. tear in tears. That was his signature, like, voice in comedy. You know what I mean? And that's probably why, like, you think that like, a lot of comics have the mental breakdowns. Does that make sense? You know, SNL yeah. is doing cocaine again. What? It's <laughs> oh, really? like, probably ketamine. Yeah. They want us to know. Like, like they're sending subtle messages in the fucking, you know, in their skits yeah, and shit. They're, they're doing hired, cocaine again. They're hiring Pete Davidson. They're definitely yeah. trying to tell like, us. Yeah. Like Kate McKinnon's like fucking forcing Pete Davidson to do coke. <laughs> he's like, do it, motherfucker. Davidson to do any drugs. I think he's all good. Yeah. Were you yeah. saying the cozy stony car? 
Cozy Stoner Club. Uh, it was this actually, it was this, uh, this, um, stoner lounge on Claremont Avenue in Temescal. And I lived there before I moved to the city and it was like, you, you'd ring this doorbell and they'd let you up and it was a little pot lounge where they had a billiard. And, um, yeah, it was so strange. I was just hanging out at this pot club and I was, took a dab and that inspired the song. I don't know. And now that it's legal, I mean, smoking weed is legal. I remember when they made it legal back in 2000, yeah, back in 2018 or 2019, I felt all this guilt and shame all just uh, just, just released from my shoulder. My shoulders are just like, oh, all that, you know, like, it's cool. I mean, it's actually better. I don't know. I was raised by first responders and like, I don't know, maybe I could talk to, about the, all the firefighters and the... Oh, nurses. this is just a hat. Like I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm balanced here. Like, oh, yeah. Right now. Okay. Well, that's I'm right. He's got a firefighter hat on. He's far from a yeah. hero. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's getting lit to the next level. The um and and so what it is is like you think about it. All these nurses, these firefighters, and I don't even want to say the c word. Um, a cop. Cops. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um. I bet you, if you, if you, if you, these people, these first responders that go on the calls for domestic violence and you know people that end up in a hospital i'd be willing to bet that if you got all the first responders that would tell you basically what their experience they would say it's alcohol so i think that whatever i'm not anti-alcohol or anything but you're probably better off smoking pot as he's taking a bong low that's great yeah absolutely that's awesome bong father what a great name for a band huh yeah. I, oh, they, yeah. Oh, man. Where did they have that? Oh, they had this thing. It was just like a little book that looked like Godfather. It was just it spelled just like that. It was like Bongfather, like, Volume it's 1. It's got to be Stone and Rock, obviously. Ooh, <laughs> that was great. That's good. They can name all their albums. Hey. Bongfather, Volume 1. Bongfather, Volume You ever two, fuck like, with Acid King? Yeah. You guys ever heard of this band called Acid King? No. That sounds fun, though. They're from SF, and like, uh, they do. It makes me want to play one of those songs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now we got to. I'm going to look that up. It was a. Uh, it was acid. Yeah, try like two wheel nation. Two wheel nation. Yeah. It's like it's doom metal kind of, and it's a the the lead singer I think dated someone from the Melvins. Oh wow! So it's a Seattle thing. Oh right. Two wheel nation. Yeah. They're not going to be in band camp, huh? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that'd be pretty badass. A space odyssey in two wheel motion. Acid king. Um, oh, okay. Wait, that, that, that's so funny. Acid King. I've heard of you know. It's so an when you guy. said it's when a... you said um, Acid King, that I'm actually well, King Dreams playing tomorrow. But then also, um, what King? Acid King. Acid Jazz. Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> There's so many kings. Acid Jazz Records. That's got to be it. Yeah. UK, Berlin, Los Angeles, France. Well, there's a lot of acid kings. Acid. Oh, King Gizzard. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I, I thought of King, King Gizzard. Gizzard. Yeah. Love King Took me Gizzard, a second. Yeah. They got to be from L.A. Acid Camp. No, that's they not fucking it. use, like, what's it called? Like, what's the Let me just look them up on regular. Tones in between, like, like semitones. Is that the word that they use? The King Gizzard? Yeah. Yeah. My friend, one of my neighbors is a huge King Gizzard fan, and they Love have this King poster. Gizzard. And, um... Right. I like Queen Wishbone. Queen Wishbone. That yeah. sounds great. It's no, it was a pun on the band name. I have no idea. I have a horrible oh, taste. Oh, King Wishbone. Oh, that's so funny. You actually had me for a second. So, what song by Acid King should we blare? So we just blast. 
I like Two Wheel Nation. Team Dusthead's good. Two Wheel Nation. Yeah, is that a Winnie the Pooh game? Kind of. I wonder what record that's up. They have a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of been records actually. For a while. Their latest has been two. All right, I think I might like, actually. It's an actual guy that happened like in San Francisco. I think like he just called and like his nickname was Acid King, and I guess that inspired this band name. It's pretty great. There's <laughs> a lot of great band names out there. People coming up with band names. The Treasures had on the show last week. I thought it was great because I feel like when you're in a band, you're collaborating. Can you imagine like comedians collaborating together? How that would work? <laughs> I mean, like um, roast battles, I guess. No, yeah. like look, look at SNL. Like SNL is just a like a breeding ground for hostility between other comics, and they're you know um, collaborating with each other. So it's impossible for comedians to collaborate. The only ones that's ever worked was uh, what Blue Collar Comedy Festival. Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> the, yeah, with uh, with um. Uh, Bill Engvall, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Even, uh, what was the... What was the one Bernie Mac? All the black comedy... What was that one? Oh, um, that, that was Kings of Comedy or something? Yeah, like Titans that of, yeah. wasn't even like collaboration. Like, they went Death around jam. together, but they didn't like do... Death like, Jam. Together. Yeah, that, that was just like... um that, that was a showcase, pretty much, yeah. but it was on TV. But, you know, all the comics were headliner level, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Bumpin' Mics? Um, David Allen. Open... Um, I'm sorry, I was about to say, Open Micers would be a good band name. Yeah, that would yeah. be a depressing one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really depressing one, that's hilarious. Yeah, so we're going to actually blare this um, this first track um, off this Acid King record called Boose Woods. Is that it? Boose, so. Boose, yeah, Boose, yeah, Boose Woods, that's great. Yeah, that's a great name for a record. Bus Woods? I don't know. Boosey Woods with a B. Bussy. Bussy, Bussy Woods. <laughs> That's great. It's so funny. I like these puns. Uh, this is a track off this record called Electric Machine. Mini Radio FM. San Francisco music here.
That is Acid King, um, San Francisco band here, Acid King. We're just talking about King Gizzards, talking about Dream. Oh, hell yeah. Gosh, and then we're talking about Bong, the Bong Fathers in the box. In the in the I yeah, I mean it's such a Bongzilla. <laughs> Bongzilla. Is Do you really? Stoner rock band. Uh, obviously, <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly. You might as well just get 420 tattooed bong on your forehead. You, <laughs> you cannot add bong to any single word, and it'll be okay. Bong pedophile is not an okay word. When you say <laughs> like a bongo file, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Bong. Yeah, no, that works. <laughs> That's a good yeah, don't keep me down, Hunter. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> My life is horrible, so I have to put down other people. And oh, if your yeah. life is worse than mine, I put you up. I love you guys. Oh, right, My life is yeah. <laughs> Is it comedy or is it like a breakdown? It's a breakdown right now. Right now it's, like it's a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, he's shaking with a microphone. I'm he's crying. Like, he's got a death grip on the microphone. He's like... <laughs> All right, so have you been using those papers for riding or rolling doobies? <laughs> Chris Farley, you have a great Chris Farley, dude. <laughs> hey, Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper. <laughs> You're a really good Chris Farley. That's, that's solid. <laughs> Do you have any idea how fast you're going? Um, got dual, <laughs> got dual cams, nitrous oxide boosters. <laughs> I can get her up to about 155. <laughs> Never do though, unless I'm chasing a cute chicken a Ferrari. <laughs> he does have a midwestern kind of twang to it, you know, like it's Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh wait, that's where he's from. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I was thinking about 65. Speedball's seven. So many. Who do you think the speedball's gonna? Who? Which next cast member of SNL do you think the speedball's gonna kill? Oh Let gosh, me get on SNL one. and we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the, the like bet you need to bet. Yeah. Like, There's like Doug Santa Hope runs like a death pool of like celebrities so and shit. It's crazy. Raving psycho? Butchered four hundred chickens, screwed a beagle. Uh who's it for? We got a FedEx uh, delivery guys. A FedEx. Um sir, would you like to talk to the microphone? It's right. Probably not. That's yeah. right. That is sanitized. Just so you know. <laughs> he ran away. He's trying to give him the microphone. I appreciate you. So we just got a fresh Christmas or Hanukkah holiday gift um, delivered to Pam Tastic herself. It's awesome. It's got a bow on it. Yeah. What is that? Oh, interesting. Oh, have we ever? Has there ever been an unboxing episode on a podcast? Previous lover. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't do that. That's somebody else's mail. Here's a box. Shh. <laughs> you can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> My God. You know what was funny? I was talking to someone the other day. As like X, like sounds so bad that maybe referring to your ex as a previous lover might be better. Like That's worse. No one's dissatisfied. Previous lover. Yeah. I was joking around about this. Uh, this somebody I know and her teeny bopper racks. And um, <laughs> it was like one of those riddles, you know. It was just like it's so referring to somebody's teeny bopper boyfriend. How old was this person you were talking to? <laughs> Teeny bop. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, um, the grown up, you know. 
It's all grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Referring to a grown up as a teeny bop. The only way to bring teeny boppers back is to talk about them. Yeah. I mean, think we just, just don't back? talk to them. Do it. <laughs> just don't talk to them. Oh, yeah. No, no. But, but the thing is, is that you could just call anyone. You know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm talking about just basically on entertainment purposes. Not really. Like somebody you don't know, you're not going to point out across the street to a complete stranger and be like, this is a fascist over here. <laughs> oh, my God. Not really. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I do like to just call random people. I fascist. think what it is is it's that we were talking about earlier. You talk about something and maybe it takes a couple seconds for the joke to settle in. Like maybe it's pause for laughter kind of thing. Yeah, or maybe you got to think about it for a couple. Do you got any jokes like that where it's just like you say something and it takes maybe five seconds for them somebody to process it in their head? I don't have the attention span to process that long. (laughs) I can't write jokes like that. I mean, like that's like an M Night Shyamalan movie, you know, like where it fucking gets you fucking (laughs) after. Uh It's a scary time if you do something like that, and there's just like. Yeah, and then there's like, like is, this, ah! is this bad? Do I wait longer? How bad is this joke? Yeah, I'm yeah you you can consider like all my jokes on one Shyamalan movies because like the past five hundred have been horrible. Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I really don't. Um, I have a couple of one-liner jokes. I don't know if Josh has ever uh, heard this. Yeah, so um, you know the one time a truck driver is a rock star. When? When he's hauling oats. Hey. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Do you know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian? What? One of them has friends. Ah. That was kind of dark. Huh? That's, that's my sweet spot right there. It's not like last. It's just like, ah. I try to do this thing where I say, like, what's the difference between six years out of a relationship and six years out of jail? And then not answer it and then just go on to the next joke. But it's I love super it. hard to do. That, that's an anti-segue. I do that all right? the time. Yeah, but I yeah. can't pull it off. I've been trying to pull it off. I can't do it. Yeah. I got a dad joke for you guys. Go for it. Nice. Um, what do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? What? Pocahontas. Ah, oh my, wow. You can't do puns all the fucking time. That's <laughs> great. My first few mics here were just all puns. I oh, people Jesus. People started to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I have, wait, no, I have, fuck, do I have a pun? Here, we're doing dad joke. We uh, have the, I have a suicide joke. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> want to hear it? <laughs> I right. want to see it. How dark. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, we're definitely we're going to be playing as a track from a, a local artist, um, so we could brighten it up even if it's dark. All right, all right, okay. So it's getting warmer, you know. It's getting warmer. Like I wrote this joke when it was getting fucking warmer. So pretend it is. Imagine when it's summer and then it's warmer. <laughs> Imagine you're not freezing your ass off, you know. But it's getting warmer, and I didn't realize how much I needed a ceiling fan until I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Jesus. Because, you know, climate change, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's a riddle. I, just, I like I, that. I just you imagine you trying to it. hang yourself off a ceiling fan and then ah. turn it on. Yeah. You know? That would be funny. And then it <laughs> just go out with a bang. No, no, it, it turns on and you just swing it around. Like a human tetherball. Yeah, that's human you know? tetherball. That's <laughs> another good name for a band great. name. Dude, human tetherball. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, we're coming up with band names left and right. That's what should. Right, this whole part of this segment for every time is band names. Yeah. I can't think of anything better than Taco Mosh. I love Taco Mosh. It just makes me hungry f- for food. Everything. But is it hungry for the food or for the the band? Or I get hungry for the mosh pit. Hungry for the mosh like pit. The That's mosh another good band name. I'm hungry sorry. For the mosh oh my yeah. god! That's hungry like for the mosh waste pit. Kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. What's the best band you moshed to? <laughs> the best band in mosh? Like have you that that in your experience? Uh, you know what? So I went to this show. 
I actually saw this band play at Uptown in Oakland and then also in the Elbow Room, which used to be a punky dive upstairs. Is that a comedy place now? Um, now it's called the Valencia Room, but it was called Elbow Room. And this is one of the fucking coolest rock shows I've ever seen. And it was this mosh pit in the front, and the lead singer got in fucking crowd surfed. It was so cool. Damn. And I don't know. I think what it is, especially with that, with punk rock, I mean, yeah. you got people just going to it's moshing. It's dangerous, but death metal is more, is the more, a little bit more safe. Yeah, I did yeah. Dying Fetus. I was at a Dying Fetus concert. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a band name now because we come and make it up so no, many no, no, of them. No, no, no. It is an actual know? band name. It is oh, an actual band name. The lead singer was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then went to a mosh pit. Yeah, exactly. It's a taco mosh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Yeah, and the fucking... I didn't get hurt, but then, like, you know, they're very respectful in the fucking thing. And then, yeah. It was... Yeah. This is pretty sick, and they they play like the, the to open dying fetus. They play the sun will come out tomorrow, and then they just get banned. Yeah. <laughs> the this sun is... will come out. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're sitting back in the box here. We're getting geared up for some comedy here at six o'clock, um, and we're going to be playing this foxes uh, band here. They're going to be playing at uh, later on after bottom of the hill. You can catch them at the park side. But I'm going to do a little hopping. Right there in Petrero Hill. This is a song called Foxes by Foxes. Red figure. Here we are. Foxes. It's F-A-U-X. you all for tuning in to the JW Megawake show. Getting get up for some comedy. And uh, there was actually this, uh, I went and saw Johnny San Francisco play at Slate SF. There was another artist that was on the list that had opened. And he had said, and I thought it was really funny after every song, he's like, ah, you could look me up on Bandcamp. You could look me up on SoundCloud. And if um, and Spotify, if you hate artists, and it was just so, it was so funny. I feel like that's that's the experience there. Yeah. So I'm gonna be. Gosh, the Bandcamp thing is actually more underground and cool anyway. Bandcamp. Bandcamp or Spotify. I use SoundCloud. I don't know why. I just for some reason it's just I don't know. I just I, I just recorded. Is your stuff on mainly on SoundCloud? I yeah, I do have two tracks on on Spotify. I felt like I still have shit like from my main when I was like 16 up there, and it's like fucking sucks like listening back to it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna do. We are um, getting geared up. We're gonna close it out with a Foxes song. We're gonna be playing on Bandcamp because 
it is Bandcamp Friday. Okay. And so, oh, it is Friday, huh? Yeah, so yeah, Bandcamp Friday, all the proceeds go directly to the artist, so that's the time to, to buy it. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. And looking forward to catching you guys next week. It's a. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing an Ugly Sweater Tiki Desk concert on Saturday next weekend. That's December 18th. And so bring your ugliest sweater. We're going to have it a little open mic. In between, we're going to have two bands. Nice. And yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's next week. Huh? Wait, no. It's, it is next weekend, yeah. So it's a Saturday from tomorrow. Right on. Yeah. I'm just gonna let this ring out here because yeah. Right, tomorrow it's code three. Tomorrow's eleventh, right? Oh shit, it's the Oliveira point. Yeah, there is, yeah. Gosh, there's a lot of good bands coming through here. This week. The fuzz. Yeah, that's great. The, I feel like the fire engines in the background is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Cool. Well, we, um, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Let's watch. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, right. I'm so time. lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. 
It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Right, back again, 
here at Mutiny Radio, Soul Sausage on Air, your late night or early morning variety show. I am your host, Frosty Nugs, sitting here with Mr. Sean Lamar. What a spectacular day it's been, huh? We've been working hard here at Mutiny. It's been wonderful. It's fantastic. We've been here all fucking, man, we've basically been, been, uh, what's going on? We've been here for us. Shit, I'm gonna be here 12 hours, 13 hours by the time I get out of here today. Yep. I haven't Putting been here that long, but I've been here. Full I, day. I did Who said I don't have a job? I don't know what they're talking about. Right. We got the best job in town, actually. Yeah, yeah. Best job in town. Uh, we'll be here for a while tonight. We got a lot of great stuff lined up. Maybe a couple special guests here, too. We are at 2781 21st Street on the corner of Florida, deep in the heart of Mission, San Francisco, California. Give us a call. Let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you want to hear, whatever. Say what's up, 415-550-0511. Any, uh, anything, what's going on with you this week? What's going on with me? Yeah, I missed you last week. Yeah. And let me tell you, you didn't miss nothing. It was an interesting show I did, but, uh, it was just, it was a total mess when it comes to, um... You know, uh, technology here at Mutiny, like, shit was just all over the place. All over the place. I see you got that mandolin. Nope, not a mandolin. Ukulele rock. Ukulele, yeah, I had put on a little show earlier. My little ukulele. Played a couple of my hits. Yeah, no doubt. Damn right. Don't worry, I'm gonna uh, play some more for you guys, and hopefully we'll be able to... Have you guys download them to your iPods and favorite things you like to listen to shit on? We're we gonna right? get you live tonight? Uh, maybe, we'll see. Bring we'll it live. See. Get a little ukulele. I should practice going. a little more, you know, get a little better at it. Yeah. Or I do it at an open mic or some shit. Well, we will definitely have some, some quality music for you, as we always do. What do you think? Should we go? Should we give it to him right away? Give yeah. a little culture? Hell yeah, man. I fucking culture. love culture. Where's my shit? I yeah, need me to, too. I need to get to While we're queuing shit. that up, I don't know. What do you say, Sean? I'd like to send a couple shout-outs. First of all, to Pam Benjamin, uh, Total Trooper. We covered the joke workshop for her earlier today. It was a great time and uh, really constructive, especially for myself, uh, with a few jokes. Molly Sanchez, uh... Gave me some good good pointers. Uh, very talented comedian with an uh, infectious laugh, right? Wonderful laugh. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and then, yeah, uh, please get well, Pam. She was out for, because she uh, yeah, get well, had Pam. some uh, hospital yeah, stuff to Yeah, she had surgery care. today, she She's said. Surgery. Yeah. So, so everybody, she says she likes flowers and cards. <laughs> so people get flowers. Flowers and chocolate kisses. And cards. Flowers and, and cards. cards. Huh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I didn't even... What do you think? Let me get a track. Let me get a track. No, just pick one. Let's Anyone. Pick one. They're all fucking fabulous. That's true. They're all so good. They're fucking all of them. I think I'm just going to go with the first I'm one because... Fucking illegally download some of their shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. Like everyone does. Uh, we're going to go with culture, and this is the Rasta Man. 